Welcome to the Dogwood Podcast, a presentation of Dogwood Church. For more information, download the Dogwood Church app or visit dogwood.church. We hope you enjoyed the message. Well, welcome back, everyone, uh, to our, our final session in our fall spiritual growth campaign, uh, session number seven. We have been uh, seeking to answer big questions uh, about uh, the reality of the faith, reasons for the faith. Uh, is and answering questions like is is the Bible true and reliable? Is God real? Why believe in Jesus as Lord and God? Um, how can a good God allow evil and suffering uh, in this uh, world? Uh, and uh, are there reasons for believing in the afterlife? And and how can you say something is true for you? Uh, how can you say that that uh, what's true for me? Uh, me is not true for you or you for me, and I can't remember how I said that question. But anyway, relativism, is there absolute truth? Well, today we come to a, uh, a very uh, interesting question. Don't all religions teach basically the same things? Don't, hey, aren't they all really the same? It reminds me of the story of a young couple who were expecting twins, and they were traveling in Europe when the young wife unexpectedly went into labor early. And the twins were born in a strange city in a strange hospital that had ties to the black market. The twin boys were kidnapped and sold on the black market to uh, to two childless couples, one in Saudi Arabia and one in Spain. Well, the Saudi couple named their little boy Amal. And the Spanish couple named their little boy Juan. Well, the heartbroken couple searched for years and years and years. You can imagine trying to find their lost sons. Finally, after 20 years, a private detective located both boys, Amal, of course, living in Saudi Arabia, and Juan living in Spain. Well, the parents made plans and uh, to visit uh, Juan first in Spain. And they had a wonderful visit. Or, or, uh, the, and then the father made plans to return to the U.S., and the mother said, no, 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 I want to see them all. I mean, why would we just want to see one? And then the father said, well, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Sorry, dad joke there. <laughs> well, the prevailing view today is that if you've seen one religion, you've seen them all. Wherever you look, there are more and more options, more and more beliefs. You know, according to World Atlas, there are more than 10,000 faith groups in the world today. Wow. Uh, It's often asserted that all religions are fundamentally the same anyway. They are simply different ways to reach the same God. Life uh, is like climbing a mountain. As long as one reaches the top, it is argued, why does it matter what path one takes to get there? Don't they all lead to God? Well, if you, is it true that if you have seen one religion, you've seen them all? Or might Christianity be distinctive in some crucial ways from other world religions? And so let's take a look. Because if they are essentially the same, then just follow your own desires. But if they are not, in some crucial way, you may be called on to make some big changes in your belief system, in your worldview, and your lifestyle. So at the beginning, let, let me say first of all uh, that Christianity has similarities with other religions that must be recognized. 
Uh, For example, first, all religions address the same human need. Um, All persons, religions say, have a sense inside them that something is wrong, that they don't measure up to some standard. They recognize a, a need for something or someone beyond themselves to make them okay. One philosopher said it this way, All people have a God-shaped void inside them that can only be filled by God Himself. Now, you might be saying, well, hey, you're wrong. I I think I'm okay. I I don't think I have any need for anyone and certainly not any God. Well, I, I hear that from time to time, especially from people who have been educated or conditioned to deny it. But here's what I found. There will come a time when life will prove to be beyond your control or not satisfying to you any longer. And when you're alone and quiet in the dark at night, when you drop your guard and turn off the noise of the television and the music and the money and the pleasure-seeking, you know that you're missing something. If you don't admit that now, history seems to prove that one day you'll come to that realization. Well, all religions uh, try to address the basic human need uh, to fill that void, to find that that something that is missing. Uh, And that's not the only similarity that Christianity has with other religions. Second, all religions are equally sincere. Uh, All religions mean what they say, and, and I believe and commend the authenticity of the participants of all religions. I mean, to be sincere means to be free from hypocrisy. You honestly, genuinely, really, earnestly believe your faith to be true. Uh, I have a friend who is a secular humanist. I believe him to be sincere. I respect that. Uh, I have an acquaintance who follows Allah. He is Muslim uh, in the faith of Islam. I have found him to be sincere. I respect that. I have a, a close friend who is Jewish. Very sincere. I admire her. I have many, many Christian friends who are sincere. And brothers and sisters in this church, I admire you for your sincerity. And so you might say, like most of the culture, yes, that's what I believe, Pastor. Just as long as people are sincere, that's all that matters. You must believe that too. No, I don't. I don't. I don't believe that is sufficient It is sufficient to be sincere. It's not enough to be sincere. No amount of sincerity indicates truth. Uh, Illustration. When I was in the sixth grade, I played middle school football at Bremen Junior High, and we were playing our rivals, Bowden uh, Junior High, one Saturday night, and my dad asked me what time the bus left, the team bus left. I said, 6 p.m., Daddy. Are you sure? Yes, I am sure. The coach said, 6 p.m., I was sincere, and I wanted to play in that game, but the bus left at 5. I missed the game. Uh, It was not enough for me to be sincere. I also needed to be correct. So all religions are sincere. Now, they may not all be true, but some may be sincerely wrong. But they do have the similarity. Christianity has the similarity with all religions that they are sincere. Third, here's another similarity. All religions teach a similar, not exact, but similar moral code, ethical code. I mean, there's remarkable similarity between the principles of behavior taught by the major 
world religions. Uh, C.S. Lewis called the apparently universal code of morality that undergirds these various religions the Tao. Uh, the foundation of religious life for Buddhists is the uh, pen, pen, uh, whoops, pen, Panka Sila. Yeah, Panka Sila. Five rules of morality that prohibit killing, stealing, lying, sexual unfaithfulness, and consumption of intoxicating substances. Confucius taught, what you do not want done to yourself, do not do to others, which is a negatively stated form of the Christian golden rule of Jesus, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Islam, Judaism, and Christianity all hold to the same Ten Commandments. So you might now be saying, well, see, Pastor, they do all basically teach the same things. Well, it would be a mistake fundamentally to call Christianity a moral code of ethics, just guidelines on how to live, because Christianity does not primarily claim to be that. It claims to be a decisive interaction on God's part in human history to establish a relationship with a people. More later on that one. So it is true that Christianity has similarities with other religions that, that should be recognized and must be recognized. But it is also true that, jot this down, Christianity has differences from other religions that make it unique, critical differences. Uh, a, a Christian perspective on reality uh, differs in many specific ways from perspectives held by Buddhists, for example, or New Age thought and others. Uh, there are at least two critical areas of differences here. Number one, religions differ greatly, greatly in their conception of who God is and what He is like. Um, an explanation. Buddhism, uh, Buddha never claimed to be a deity and professed a real doubt as to whether or not a God existed at all. Uh, even if God did exist, according to Buddha, He could not help an individual achieve enlightenment. Hinduism. Now, Hindus are pantheists. That is, they believe uh, every, everything is, quote, God. God and the universe are identical. Actually, the material world is seen as an illusion. Um, and all reality is spiritual. Therefore, God is a, or Brahman, is a principle or force underlying creation rather than a person. Uh, God, God is the universe's underlying force, kind of like in Star Wars. It has a dark side as well as a light or a good side. However, the Hindu uh, God, concept of God is b beyond good and evil, and these categories are illusions according to Hinduism. Islam acknowledges that God is personal and separate from creation, like Christianity does. Uh, Muhammad taught that while Jesus was indeed a prophet, he, Muhammad, was Allah's greatest prophet. Uh, the Quran, the Islamic scriptures, portray Allah as uh, changeable, uh, heedless, um, inconsistent, uh, uh, crotchety and whimsical, but great and powerful. 
and great and powerful, but totally separate from human beings. Uh, The total lack of identification between Allah and human beings makes the coming of God to earth in the form of a man, Jesus, and His substitutionary death on the cross for mankind as a God-man totally unbelievable to our Muslim friends. Christianity, however, sees God in the Bible as a spirit who is infinite, with all knowledge, present at all times and all places, all-powerful. He is above us and our world, outside of creation, yet present with us. Uh, Nothing is beyond His control or interest or authority. Uh, Christianity in the Bible presents God as good and holy, absolutely righteous and loving. That He is personal not merely a force or an energy or a substance. The God of the Christian Bible knows that He exists and He thinks and He takes actions. He is revealed in, in three persons, three personalities, God the, Holy, God the Father, God the Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit. So now clearly all religions are not the same when it comes to their teachings and beliefs about God, who He is and what He is like. They are very, very different. And that's not all. Uh, Religions offer different answers to man's basic problem. For example, in Buddhism, uh, in this view, all pain and suffering are said to come from desire. The goal is to extinguish desire by following the Buddha's Eightfold Path to Enlightenment. Success results in nirvana or a state of total nothingness, which is self-annihilation. Hinduism, uh, nirvana is also the goal of Hinduism, uh, where it is understood as reunion with God achieved through a continuous cycle of birth, life, death, and rebirth. Whether one is reborn into a higher form and thus moves closer to eventual nirvana or in a lower form depends upon how morally one lives. Uh, Islam. Uh, In Muslim thought, heaven is achieved by a virtuous life, renouncing alcohol and sexual immorality as well as keeping the five pillars of Islam, repeating the creed, traveling to the sacred city of Mecca, giving gifts to the poor, praying five times each day, and fasting each year uh, during Ramadan. Now, interestingly enough, when you make it to Islamic heaven, you spend your time indulging uh, on all the things that were prohibited on earth, wine, women, song. Now, these three religions, Islam, Hinduism, and Buddhism, um, and all other non-Christian religions spell the word religion, D-O, do. Uh, achievement of the ultimate spiritual goal of heaven or nirvana or whatever, or whatever is made possible by doing good moral works at a certain level. Doing enough until the God you are pursuing uh, accepts you. Now, the problem is one can never know when they've done enough. Followers of these world religions cannot have assurance that they're going to be okay spiritually. Now here's what the Bible says that God thinks of our moral works. Isaiah 64, 6 says, All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. Wow. However, Christianity spells religion 
D-O-N-E, done. The Bible teaches that we can be forgiven of our past, have God's power uh, to enrich us in the present and enjoy Him in the present, and have a future home with Him in heaven when we die as a result of placing our trust in Jesus Christ and the work that uh, He has already done on the cross uh, when He died on the cross and when He rose from the dead. It is done. It is not based on what we do. It is based on what Jesus has done for us. Listen to this. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. This is a great passage to memorize. For it is by His grace, it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Biblical Christianity is not so much a religion. I mean, it is a religion, uh, but it is a, also a God-initiated relationship. Uh, Luke chapter 19 verse 10 says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. He came to seek us. Any, world's religion, uh, any world religion's view uh, is radically different from Christianity, ultimately, ultimately because they fail to accept Jesus Christ as God Himself come in the flesh. In John chapter 8 verses 42 and 47, Jesus said these words. If God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God and now am here. I have not come on my own, but he sent me. He who belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Well, Jesus himself said, All religions are not the same. It is not enough to be sincere. They don't all lead to God. Their gods are not even the same gods. He said, I am unique. And if you want to get to God, you come through me. He said in John chapter 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So it is without debate that all religions do not basically teach the same things. Christianity and Jesus are unique, fundamentally different from other world religions. I believe this to be true. And if that is the case, I recommend that you place your faith in the one who rose from the dead. Pray with me. You say, well, pastor, what do I do? Well, you do two things. You repent of your sin and you place your faith in Jesus and what He accomplished when He died on the cross in your place for your sin, making appropriate payment for your sin so that you don't have to if you trust in Him and placing your trust in His resurrection that He rose from the dead, proving that He was who He claimed to be, that He has the power that He claimed to have and that He fulfills His promises. Um, he is the, that is the guarantee of uh, uh, your eternal life. And so you repent of your sin. That means you admit that you've been living a self-centered, self-directed, 
self-righteous life. You mean self-righteous. I mean, yeah, meaning I don't need Jesus. I'm okay on my own. We turn from that and admit I'm not okay. I'm a sinful person in need of a Savior. And Jesus, I believe you are that Savior. You turn from your sin and you turn to Jesus. And then you put your trust in Him. And you say, Lord, I believe you died on the cross in my place, paying for my sin, and that you rose from the dead and are alive today to save me. So, Lord, come into my life as my Savior and forgive my sin. Come into my heart and life as my Lord and my God and take control of my life and direct me. And I commit to serve you as you give me grace and help all the days of my life. And I'm going to pray for you. Lord, thank you for hearing these prayers. Thank you that you've made a way for us. Thank you that uh, we no one comes to the Father except through you, but everyone can come to the Father through you. And I thank you for those who have just done so. And it's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Dogwood Church Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more information and to access other messages, visit dogwood.church. If you would like to give to Dogwood Church, text keyword Dogwood on your smartphone to 77977 or click the Give button online. You can now download the Dogwood Church app for Apple and Android devices to stay connected to all the latest podcasts, videos, and events from Dogwood.